Hello, and welcome back to the Running for Wellness podcast. I am Eric, and I will be your host for our third podcast titled Running Injury Free. Being sidelined by an injury, whether you are a beginning runner or a veteran, can be extremely discouraging. There are strategies for avoiding injury or how to begin the process of healing. We have a lot to cover, so without further delay, let's get running. High-performance machines such as race cars and jet planes require a lot of maintenance to perform at their best. There are preventative checklists, operational procedures, and periodic repairs to ensure that that car performs at its best on race day. The human body, or more specific, your body, is the most complex, high-performance machine on the planet, and it too requires regular maintenance to perform at its best. The body is unique, because unlike mechanical machines, it can implement measures to heal and rejuvenate itself automatically. However, there are times when it's necessary to reach out for medical care and advice. In this podcast, we will discuss strategies to remain healthy and run injury-free. Warming up before a run by performing a series of dynamic stretches can improve your range of motion. They are designed to warm muscles, increase the heart rate, and improve circulation. After a run, if your muscles feel tight, stretching can be helpful and provide some relief. Inside the workbook, there are illustrations and instructions provided on how to perform a variety of stretches and the areas of the body that they target. For this podcast, I will briefly describe five of my favorite stretches, which can be completed in minutes. This series is perfect for those on a tight schedule or just want to get running. Do 10 repetitions on each side. Walking lunges. This stretch is great for the core and glutes. Take a large step forward with a long stride and lower yourself into a lunge. Keep your front knee just over your toes. Lower your stance slightly or until your front thigh is parallel to the floor. Rise and stand slowly and repeat the movement leading out with the opposite foot. Make sure to keep your posture straight and abdominal muscles tight. It may be helpful to try this stretch in front of a mirror to ensure that your back is straight and you're not leaning forward. Forward Leg Swings This stretch focuses on your hip flexors and glutes. These are the muscles that assist in propelling you forward. Hold to a stationary object or do this stretch unsupported for a greater challenge. Stand on one leg and swing the other leg forward and back while trying to use the full range of motion. This stretch can be useful for revitalizing fatigued legs while running longer distances. Don't hesitate to stop for a rest, lean on a tree, and do some leg swings. Side Leg Swings This stretch focuses on hip abductors and adductors. These are your stabilizing muscles. Perform this stretch by holding to a stationary object or do this stretch unsupported for a greater challenge. Stand on one leg and swing the other leg from side to side in front of your body. Each swing should bring your leg close to its full range of motion. Butt Kicks 
This stretch focuses on the quads, hamstrings, and glutes. While standing straight, walk forward while explosively pulling the heel of your opposite leg up behind you, as if you were trying to kick your own glutes. Switch back and forth from leg to leg as you walk forward. This stretch can be performed at a variety of speeds, but remain in control while increasing your range of motion. Front Kick This stretch focuses on the quads, hamstrings, and glutes while combining two movements. Keep your back straight and raise your knee level with the hip. While the knee is elevated, thrust the foot forward and back to simulate a kick. Next, bring your entire leg back to your original stance and repeat the motion on the opposite side. Perform this movement while keeping control and avoid using excessive force when kicking. Do 10 reps on each side. After a run, it is tempting to sit or lie down. However, this is when muscles and tendons can tighten up. Take time to rehydrate and work in a series of simple low-intensity stretches as part of your cool-down routine. There are three stretches that we are going to cover in this course that are specifically designed to assist in recovery and reduce stiffness. They can be done after a run or any time you are experiencing muscle stiffness. Standing Quad Stretch This stretch focuses on providing reliefs to quads. Stand while holding onto a support or go unsupported for more of a challenge. Bend your left leg, bringing your heel toward your glutes and grasping the left foot with your left hand. Hold the foot where the shoelaces are located to provide adequate support and make sure that your knee and legs are in alignment. Don't hold your foot out to the side of your hips. Be sure to pull it directly behind your glutes. Hold for approximately 30 seconds and repeat the stretch on the other foot. Standing Calf Stretch this stretch focuses on providing relief to calf and foot muscles. Stand to face a wall with your feet placed shoulder width apart. Place your hands on the wall about chest level. Place the ball of your right foot up against the wall, heel touching the floor. Gently lean into the wall until you feel a stretch in your calf while keeping your legs straight. Hold approximately 30 seconds and repeat the stretch with the other foot. Kneeling Hip Flexor and Hamstring Stretch This stretch focuses on providing relief to the hip flexor and hamstring muscles. Kneel on a thick pad, then plant the right foot on the ground in front of you so the leg is bent 90 degrees. With the knee and ankle aligned, keeping your back straight, reach your right knee forward while keeping your right foot on the ground, stretching your left hip and right hamstring. To increase the stretch to the left hip flexors, squeeze and contract the glute muscles of your left hip. Avoid arching your back. Hold approximately 30 seconds and repeat the stretch with the other foot. What is overtraining and how to avoid it? Overtraining can affect runners of all levels of ability. It occurs when we push our bodies further than we should without adequate rest or by setting unrealistic goals. When beginning a running program, it's exciting, and we commit to working hard, never missing a day, and we want to do everything perfectly. Many runners operate with these expectations of themselves, reciting that they want to keep their streak going, or want to avoid feeling guilty for missing a workout. 
Another misconception is the idea that the more time spent training, the better. In reality, a balance between exercise and recovery is what keeps runners injury-free. Some runners can keep unrealistic expectations for months, and even years at a time, but eventually, the neglect of adequate rest and recovery will catch up. In fact, from personal experience, I can verify the before-mentioned claims are valid. Running for an hour a day for months without a day off may sound impressive, but speed, strength, and overall wellness will suffer. The subject of overtraining brings up two excellent questions. First, how can I recognize the signs of overtraining? Two, how do I strike a balance between training and getting adequate rest? Kristen Deffenbach, PhD, explains that most problems are not from training, but not enough rest. Quote, people think, how can I overtrain on 20 miles a week? But you can if you don't give yourself the rest that you need. You don't get stronger because you did an awesome workout. You get stronger because you ate right, slept, and recovered afterward. End quote. A helpful set of questions developed by University of Indiana researcher Jack Raglan, Ph.D., helps us to recognize and prevent overtraining. If you answer all the questions in the affirmative, you're doing well. But negative answers should cause self-reflection. Number one, I am in a good mood today. Number two, I slept at least eight hours last night. Three, my sleep was restful and uninterrupted. Four, I was not sick during the previous week. Five, yesterday's workout was productive and enjoyable. Six, my legs feel good and rested. And finally, number seven, my legs don't feel heavy. If half the answers are toward the negative, your body needs rest to recover completely. If one or two of the questions are in the negative, you're balancing recovery but need to pay attention to make adjustments as needed. Strategies for staying safe on the roads. As a runner, you will not have any natural enemies, but there are plenty of hazards to be aware of. The biggest danger you will face while running on the roads will be motorists in a variety of conditions. By adhering to a few proven strategies, your chances of returning home safely will significantly increase. Runner's World writer Jennifer Van Allen provides 11 tips for staying safe on the road. They are summarized in the following eight steps. 1. Always let someone know where you are going and what time you plan on returning. Although it may not seem significant, it provides peace of mind to others to know where you are. This information may also save your life if an emergency arises. 2. Get used to carrying personal identification while running, regardless of the distance or if you are just running around your neighborhood. For longer distances, consider carrying a phone with emergency contacts, medical insurance card, and some cash. Money may become handy if you are in need of a ride home. Third, you will be nearly invisible in the early morning and evening hours and will want to avoid wearing dark colors. Drivers are usually focused on other drivers, so don't assume that they can see you. In fact, pretend that you are invisible to drivers and plan accordingly. Four, run to the side of the road facing traffic. It makes it easy to see 
and respond to oncoming cars. It will also provide drivers more time to notice you. 5. When running on the road, make sure you are not crowding traffic. Your personal safety depends on staying away from the vehicles on the road. If traffic becomes heavy or the road narrows, it may be best to move to the shoulder or sidewalk. 6. Wearing brightly colored clothing during daytime hours improves your visibility. If running while dark, wearing reflective clothing and a headlamp increase your visibility dramatically. There are a lot of options available at running stores or online retailers. 7. Running with headphones can place you at increased risk from not hearing vehicles or other dangers that are approaching. The risk can be reduced by listening to music at low volumes or running while using only one earbud. And finally, 8. Be extra vigilant when running through high traffic areas, parking lots, or driveways with blind spots. If passing in front of a car, make eye contact with the driver and let them wave you ahead. Defensive running strategies. Running can be rewarding and can provide a lifetime of enjoyment. Although most miles you run will be on your own, perhaps the most enjoyable will be those you spend with friends on two feet or four. The running community is filled with fun-loving people who are quick to offer friendship, advice, help, and stories. Along with providing companionship, running with others increases your chance of avoiding potential dangers and remaining safe. Running with your dog may take practice, but it is worth the time. Dogs love to run no matter the hour, weather, company, and they rarely complain. They are often full of energy and show excitement at the sign you are putting on running shoes. In regards to safety, bad guys dislike attacking runners with dogs that could be trouble. When you're running with your dog, refer to your companion with names such as Grizzly, Butch, or Fang. A name like Fluffy or Muffin won't scare away anyone. Dealing with running-related injuries If you experience pain or discomfort while running, it's wise to stop the activity and rest. From time to time, you may suffer from tight muscles, a sore knee, foot, or another ailment. Usually the ailment will fade away within a few days. However, with persistent pain that does not improve, you may require a visit to the doctor. Injuries from running happen periodically, and when they do, have confidence that there are medical specialists that focus on treating sports-related injuries. Their focus is to get you back to running. If an injury extends past the treatment options provided by your primary care physician, they may refer you to a specialist. Sports-related specialists see many of the same injuries and have experience recognizing problems and prescribing treatment relatively quickly. Sports and Exercise Medicine Doctors in this specialty have completed medical school and have experience in treating sports-related injuries. They have experience in treating ailments related to muscle and bone problems. They focus on treating athletes and other physically active individuals. Doctors will sometimes advise on managing and preventing injuries. As a patient, it would be wise to ask them how you can prevent the injury from happening again in the future. Physical Therapist Physical therapists assist in the rehabilitation of mobility injuries 
In regards to the care of recreational or professional athletes, they are focused on getting that individual back to their sport. Rehabilitation consists of stretching weak areas and restoring the range of motion. Therapy can include weights, focused exercise, stretching, and massage. They also provide prevention counseling to prevent a reoccurrence of an injury. Podiatrist. A doctor of podiatry focuses on the foot or other areas that cause foot problems. In fact, many running injuries are related to our feet. They can also recognize and treat faulty biomechanics or structural problems in the feet. They can also perform corrective surgery or prescribe orthotic devices. Orthopedists. Running injuries that involve the knees are often treated by orthopedists that specialize in performing corrective surgeries when they are required. They treat bone, muscular, and tendon-related ailments. Often, they are conservative and will recommend physical therapy or other treatments before settling on surgery. They usually will recommend rehabilitation efforts after surgery. On the next podcast, we will further explore your role as a runner. As you dress the part, we will look at different types of fitness apparel and their specific functions and benefits. Also, we'll dive into the question of shoes. We'll cover everything from finding the best shoe for you, to understanding all the ins and outs of how they function and why. Also, please answer the following question in the workbook, located in the third chapter. Take some time to reflect and write a brief and concise answer. The question is this, which stretches will I incorporate into my workout routine? That's all for this third podcast. Be sure to come back for podcast number four, titled Dressing the Part. 